friends and welcome to your day extra. I am your host Alex King joined by our meteorologist Nick Marusiak and our morning producer Natalie Cooper. Hello. Thanks for joining me today you guys. (laughs) We are your Dayton based podcast breaking down local stories and national headlines. So let's dive dive right in. We are going to start with you Nick. Yeah so uh First of all, thank you for having me on podcast. Second of all, I love it because I get to discuss all the weird stuff that I find fascinating. (laughs) So we ran the story, what, two days ago yesterday about a bull in a front right seat. Now, that's not the only animal-related vehicular Mm -hmm. like shenanigans that have happened. In Canada, there was a truck that was carrying 5 million bees. Somehow, the bees toppled over, Mm -hmm. and they basically had to shut down a road in a neighborhood telling people, stay inside. Now, one thing you think of is 5 million bees, they're gone, right? No, don't forget, the bees will hang out near the queen. So they got the queen back. They got most of the bees, left a couple crates just for the stragglers, and uh, everything is all back to normal. But kind of crazy to think about animals in cars i know that yeah. you know if there's ever a cow or something that typically gets free it's like all right well guess you're not going to the you know you're not going to become hamburger but it, it is <laughs> kind of like it, it is kind of funny to think about how we have to transport animals sometimes and yeah. you know the weird stuff you see on the roads as well i just wonder how loud five million bees buzzing angrily would get yeah. Like, because you can hear one from like yeah. some distance away, but yeah. like five million, I can't even like picture five million bees in my head right now. Honey, are you running the uh, microwave on like um, 30 minutes? A billion. Yeah. Yeah. I would not want to be anywhere near that situation. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Imagine you step outside and you go, hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to call into work today. Why? Uh, bees. Well, I'm thinking about how many people have bee allergies. Like my mom yeah. was super allergic to bees. Like yeah. that would have been like a death sentence and a half. Yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. it's okay. You have to stay inside. Like there's no other yeah. option. You know, close all your windows. Close everything you can. Make sure there's zero ways they could get in. And I mean, yeah. you know, call an exterminator, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or a beekeeper. What do you think your guys' reaction would be if you were just driving nearby this when it happened? You're just witnessing everything happen. Immediately turning around like <laughs> i don't hit- care if it's an illegal u-turn i'm, I'm making it oh We're so going. You, you do that I, I mean if i'm behind it i'm like well this is like you know final destination 18 <laughs> yeah like this remake got weird oh weird uh but if it's like i'm you know next to it i'm like you're right dude all right and just speed by like yep see ya I'm, i yeah honestly don't know if my fight or flight would kick in, I don't know which one would kick in. Well, it's because there's not protocol for this. Protocol <laughs> for five million bees. Now, uh, no one knows what to now do. What, now, what's the no. protocol if you see a cow in a front right seat? Now, we ran that story. What, we what? did. It was a bull. Okay, it, a bull. Yeah, it wasn't just Ginormous. Like, well, 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 a cow that you milk. It's, the horns were like half of it. Tec- like, cut out the top part of his car te- to Technically, I believe it was a steer because uh, it was, I forget the rules of like, if it's you know intact or not but it was a steer i was reading that but either way it had the giant horns like could you imagine like that thing moves the wrong way and just pokes you while you're driving yeah i can't believe like honestly in the footage that we saw of this and this is out of nebraska i believe of this steer in nebraska he had like fitted his car (laughs) specially to have it but that it didn't actually look like it was in any distress. Yeah, and, like, he looked like he was chilling. Like, yeah. He was enjoying the drive. Like, my dogs didn't even like car rides growing <laughs> yeah. up and, like, would throw a fit. And this bull or this steer was just like, yeah, just chilling. Yeah, and this it's, is regular. it's so interesting because I, 
it was a small car. Yeah. So how does this giant yeah. steer not like I'm surprised the car wasn't dragging. Yeah, I was expecting to see like sparks as it was like the guy goes, oh, yeah, it's a lifted truck. Uh, sir, it looks like a low rider. Oh, just take the steer out. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, this car was I don't know what the mm-hmm. exact car was, but it was literally like a four door like Honda. Like, yeah. yeah. And I know uh, the man did get pulled over and he got some traffic violations. But I don't know. I just can't even imagine the process of getting that thing in there. And <laughs> well, I'm uh, so shocked it wasn't street legal. <laughs> yeah. Shocked. Well, yeah. <laughs> like the guy. And my favorite is, you know, there was video of this guy just like, yeah, that's my bull. Like. This, you know, that's, my drive. that's what yeah. we're doing. We're like, just where like, was he going with this book? Yeah, I don't know if he clarified that or not. I think but... he was going to some sort of a fair or something. Just a joyride. You know, I think he was going to some sort of a fair to like show it off or something. And then it was like, <laughs> nope, got to go back home. All right. And, and my <laughs> favorite so would have been like, it's probably just easier for me to go to the fair, you know? Yeah. That, right. Like just continue the journey, borrow someone's trailer, and then I could figure it out. Like, no big deal. No, this guy had to go back home with a basically a bull on parade. I'm sure those officers that pulled him over though went home and were like, "You'll never believe the yeah, day I had today." Yeah, that definitely makes an interesting day. Definitely. <laughs> He's Although, like, "It was BS." No, literally, it was BS in the back seat. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, that okay. was. Yeah, that was um, interesting. All right, let's moving on. <laughs> on that note, uh, Natalie, we, there was a big announcement this week. There was a big announcement. All Swifties out there are going to be super excited. She's <laughs> taken her Eras tour from stage to screen. She's releasing a concert film of her concert in AMC theaters across the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. And that starts on October 13th. Tickets are already on sale, but you're already still going to have to wait in a digital queue. I mean, I got on just to check it out a few minutes after she had made the announcement because, mm-hmm. you know, we work in news, we hear things pretty fast. And there was already a queue when she announced it. Mm-hmm. Um, people that are into Taylor Swift are no stranger to digital queues. I mean, Ticketmaster, when that whole oh, fiasco yeah. happened, when people were trying to buy tickets to the real tour, uh, the whole site crashed. Congress did an investigation. Yeah. Like, big deal. So um, this is probably a much easier way to go see Taylor Swift, especially yeah. you don't have to travel. But um, yeah, Swift says the tour has been one of the most meaningful experiences of her life. Aww. And she says, if you're going to see the movie, wear friendship bracelets, wear Eras themed tour, uh, like merch and all yep. of that and sing and dance your way through the film. So yeah, that sounds kind of fun. AMC uh, staff are going to love that, having a bunch of people dancing around oh, in their God. theaters. I'm already <laughs> picturing. The guy with the flashlight that always comes in, he's like, uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. It, it was literally going to be a club atmosphere. Yeah, I oh, feel yeah. like they're just going to have to let it happen. I, I feel like the movies like that are going on in the adjacent rooms are going to have horrible experiences. Yeah, but here's the thing. You're going to see the nun they and can't then there's almost, a They almost can't really complain because they've already had such a great year and this is going to just make it even better for theaters. Oh, for AMC? It's for AMC, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine watching Oppenheimer and all of a sudden you're, you're like... It's like, shake <laughs> it off, shake it off. I'm trying to watch my movie. Yeah. Oh, no. There's no, there's no way you could quiet a mob of angry Swifties. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. Like, Swifty, Taylor Swift has made such an impact on the economy. And this oh, is just yeah. another way that she's going to be helping out local theaters and stuff. So that's like, it's just so cool to see how dedicated her fans are and what they're doing for communities. It's incredible to see like most people that i know have either heard of taylor swift or like taylor swift and or are just like lukewarm nobody i know really hates yeah swift but it's amazing to see how many people will come out in droves to see her concerts i mean 
I did. I read an article one time that was like, is Taylor Swift turning around the U.S. economy on her own? <laughs> Two billion dollars? I think it was. Something like that. Yeah. I yeah. Think it was like Two billion. And, and, you know, okay, like you said, movie theaters, you know, they had the Barbenheimer and then with the Hollywood strike, who knows how long this could go. And maybe if mm. you're Taylor Swift, you go, you know what? Just leave it there. Like, it'll be the middle of December. The strike's on. It's like 200th day. And they'll be like, yep. And Taylor Swift's uh, movie is still number one. Yep. Yeah. And our, our production um, assistant slash future producer, Allie, mm-hmm. um, she is a big Taylor Swift fan. So she hopped oh, on yeah. AMC's website as soon as it was available. And she said she was having to wait uh, a bit to uh, to get tickets. But I know she said that she went, she plans on going to see it at least twice. So that's that's crazy. Good for her, though. There's not one movie I, I, mean, I want to go see in the theater twice. <laughs> there, This is a person we're talking about that has multiple Taylor Swift tattoos. She's obsessed. Yes. Like, obsessed, obsessed. obsessed. She's top-tier like, level fan. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember <laughs> my... So I was on vacation when Taylor Swift came to Cincinnati, and my sister-in-law was super bummed that we couldn't go see her. And I just remember the fiasco of trying to get Europe tour tickets. So it was like we had to enter multiple people in the family had to enter to get a chance to get an email back Mm -hmm. to tell us that Mm -hmm. we could then get a chance to get in the queue to get tickets i mean it was just a multi-step process that would continually weed people out because it was just that many people wanted it right Mm -hmm. yeah like that's insane to me there's not one art i'm I'm not like a fangirl i'm not a big fangirl to any Mm -hmm. artist so it's so just interesting to me see pink to see people so obsessed with other yeah. artists and whatnot. Like, I definitely enjoy certain artists, mm-hmm. but I just don't think I'm I'm I, not the one to fan. Well, yeah. I guess I also have never – I'm not a big concert person in gen- general. Oh, so. really? Yeah. I love live music. I just don't go to enough of it. Yeah. But I almost wish I could get to fangirl levels yeah. of excitement because, like, truly – Allie has never seemed happier than when Taylor That's Swift so announced this tour, than yeah. this movie. Like, she just seems like it genuinely brings her so much joy. And I love <laughs> that for her. And yeah. I, like, I wish something did that for me. Seriously, I, every time we do a Taylor Swift story, I just see her on the prompter just smiling so yeah. big. I know. Well, that's because it's juicy. Hey, Allie, what do you think of this? Sometimes I'll yeah. see her with an earbud in, and I know she's listening to Taylor yeah. Swift. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's so great to see Taylor Swift. You know, we've seen her journey from when she was just a little young country star oh, yeah. to oh, yeah. growing into what she is now, seeing how much her fan... Powerhouse. Yeah, so um, that's going to transition into our next story because some... Um, Actors slash actresses have definitely not had a smooth journey. Um, so oh boy. Uh, yeah, so actually, a former Disney actor known for um, Hannah Montana was arrested um, in Texas on Saturday. Um, Mitchell Musso mm-hmm. um, was Montana. arrested, yeah, um, on charges of public intoxication and theft. And um, he was taken into custody after someone reported a disturbance at a hotel. And police said the 32-year-old actor appeared intoxicated and allegedly entered the hotel and took a bag of chips without paying. And when he was asked to pay, he reportedly became verbally abusive and then left. Mm. And he was obviously um, arrested and spent one night in jail before being released um, on a $1,000 bond, which, I mean, that's not too bad. But, um, yeah, and then additional charges included 
um, expired registration, failure to display a driver's license, and violating a promise to appear. So, jeez, he's just a hot mess. The mugshot, he looks miserable. I don't mm. know what's going on with this man. I think he's been in trouble in the past as well. Um, mm-hmm. But it just, I just thought this would be a good topic for in terms of you know some of our favorite child actors and actresses yeah. have just some of them are great or doing fine, stayed out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Others not so much. I mean, even hannah montana herself miley cyrus she went through a phase where she was going through it so there's actually a podcast that was started by allison stoner who you'd probably recognize allison from cheaper by the dozen Mm -hmm. played one of the daughters in the family did some stints on uh sweet life of zach and cody the missy elliott video she was the kid dancing um and allison has said that it caught like being a child star caused so much distress just the having to put it on and at one point they were like, I was auditioning for the role of an abused child, and then I had to turn it around and go do a Disney audition, and just, like, the yeah. mental whiplash that at, like, six years old you have to go through if you want to be a famous child star in yeah. Hollywood. And a lot of times, at the behest of their parents, it's not even, it's like, not the choice. child's decision. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure on And then kid. they become the breadwinner of their family. I know Jeanette McCurdy from uh, yep. Sam and Cat and uh, iCarly. Yeah. Um has said that it was, like, one of the worst things. It sparked her eating disorder. Like, she was constantly trying to weigh less so that she could play younger and mm-hmm. extend her career even further because she was the breadwinner for her family. Like, they are under a crazy amount of pressure. Yeah, it's... I do not envy that. And, and you think about it. Uh, I'm not sure. You've seen the Mighty Duck movies before. Uh, yeah. Long ago, yeah. Yeah, Goldberg famously... Uh, he uh, got addicted to drugs, uh, got on meth, and the the mugshots got sadder and sadder. And mm-hmm. at one point, basically, he hit. He said, "I hit rock bottom." Went to rehab. He's yeah. turned his life around. Uh, there was a famous, not famous, maybe an orthodontist who fit him with teeth because his had completely rotted out. Yeah. And, and you know what? And here's the thing: is and I think the big takeaway of this is, just because you see them on air, it doesn't mean their lives are great. And you know, yeah. for some of these people. They hit rock bottom and they rebound. Yeah. And others just, you know, they, they they have to do something else. You know, Amanda Bynes is, you oh, know, after yeah. her. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. went through it, you know. And, and these are stars of my generation who have never quite made it anywhere. I mean, household names have now basically been, oh, yeah, I remember that person. Yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. happened to them. Or you hear the yeah. news story and you're like, oh, no, please don't tell me this is, you know. The one yeah. where they're gone. And it's always nice to see when they do kind of turn things around. Lindsay Lohan, she seems to be doing great now. Yeah, she's like sober, yeah. pregnant. Yeah, Amanda Bynes, not so much. I don't think mm-hmm. she's really much gone anywhere. She's, she's I believe still in stuck college, in a rut. She's been college, but she just, I, I think she's went under the conservatory. It, it's yeah. all complicated. Every time she, I think, seems to be getting better, she kind of yeah there's back. something happens yeah yeah Yeah. i mean it's an addiction a disease it and is. like just a, a mental state to yeah be in. and not even just these really young child actors i mean even um you know uh the guy from friends chandler he he's just become more open about how he has dealt with addiction and just a lot of mental health issues mm-hmm. um and i mean obviously they were that was their entire world for so long and yeah you become known for one thing and then all of a sudden when you're not that thing anymore people turn on you oh absolutely and it's so sad to see i know the guy that played joffrey in uh game of thrones uh he played such a convincing bad guy that he said he was getting assaulted by people on the street that would tell him 
that they hated oh, him because yeah, of the character he, the he worst. played. And it's just people have these parasocial relationships with these people yeah. that they see on screen and they, they see them smiling and say, oh, she's such a happy person. Like that person's going yeah. through an addiction or, oh, that guy sucks. And it's like, no, he's playing a character. Yeah. At the end of the day, you have to remember they're real people with real issues. And yeah. They're not their character. Hi, so yeah. are we, by the way. They're entertainers. They get paid to pretend, you know? We, yeah. we are not. I can't do that. Like, I, I, <laughs> I'm Nick Maruzia. I'm the same in person, on air, and uh, Can confirm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's like his jokes never get better. This this is weird. Thank God I'm behind the scenes, except for now. But, you know. Yep. We get to see your beautiful face on our podcast every so often. Alex, <laughs> stop. I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will move on to Nick's next story. What, what was my next story? Beer goggles. <laughs> oh my gosh! So this story is. F- you don't uh, remember? No, of course not. <laughs> that, Where are why. your notes, sir? <laughs> Oops. Uh, so beer goggles. This is a great story. So uh, it was a study, and here's how they did it. This uh, person grabbed a bunch of their college age friends, gave them either cranberry or cranberry vodkas, and got them. Uh, got half of them drunk and the other half sober. And then they flipped the next day. They were given a bunch of photos and they had to rate the people by attractiveness. Now, of course, if you've known the colloquial, uh, the, the idea of beer goggles is someone who's not attractive suddenly becomes attractive when you're drinking. Okay. Mm-hmm. What they found was didn't change. What they did find, though, was that the people they rated the highest changed in terms of who they would talk to. So what was happening is they were going to talk to the more attractive people and get liquid courage, but it didn't mean that they were like, oh, yeah, this person uh, is hotter now. Did not change that. I want to call shenanigans on this because I... (laughs) Are you saying that you have evidence to the... (laughs) No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Skip me, come back. I yeah I mean that's definitely interesting I mean this is probably the worst story you could ha- talk to two married women but it's fine it's hey, fine that's we'll, what go I do it. we'll go with it we'll go we all it. had our like I, look 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 like I said I'm the same on air and all first and this is a story that I saw I was like that's a podcast yeah story. that is and this would have been a perfect Nathan story and but he's just chilling on the sidelines now yeah. <laughs> just Hi, enjoy Nathan. he's like now nah, I can avoid talking about this <laughs> he's the, laughing uh... at my follies over here no that's that like, is yeah. that is funny I do think I mean I mean being drunk i feel like definitely gives people a different perception. the liquid courage aspect is yes. very real oh yeah but also like my confrontational side if you're that drunk out. you can't even see straight you're telling me everybody looks the same i'm well, calling shenanigans so to, to be fair it was 0.08 so legal limit drunk not not you know double no. the legal limit show me a plastered college girl and then tell me that her perception of who is and isn't attractive are you speaking from experience here mm-hmm. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know, I get, I get what they're talking about, though. Is is you know, you think of you know those mind altering drugs and things, but it was interesting. I, I have a feeling that it's a lot more complicated than just alcohol. It's also where oh, you yeah. are. I mean, what's it's chemistry. Yeah, it's yeah. also what's around you too. You know, if you're at a place where you know there are a, a lot more people or less people, you probably think differently than you know if you're in a place with you know if you're if you're at fashion week and with all the models, mm-hmm. you're going to think, okay, that you're going to rate yourself lower or rate other people lower who yeah. may be really hot, you know, really attractive. Yeah. yeah your surroundings you know, definitely on, matter. On, on the other hand, if you're at, you know, the middle of Cleveland Brown stadium, <laughs> suddenly, you know, everybody's looking pretty good. Yeah. No, this is actually funny White because, Browns. <laughs> right. 
Uh, this is funny though because uh, so a lot of my like girly shows Keith does not like my husband Keith does not like and he always and I'll be like oh this main guy is so attractive and he's like you only think that because he's surrounded by a bunch of ugly people Oh, and he's not actually that attractive, but be- they because of the other actors not being as attractive, it makes him seem so much more. That's attractive. a thing. I think there was a movie about that called The Duff, the dumb ugly. Oh fat yeah, <laughs> yeah. I never watched it. I did, but watch it's yeah. like that was somebody that you keep one. around to make yourself feel better. Yes, which is like a horrible thing to do. Absolutely. Don't do that to people. The whole point of the show is you are not actually a duff. You're an amazing <laughs> person regardless of what you look like. I do take you know money and check form if. Just anybody who needs a duff. <laughs> hey, I got I got a hustle Stop. over here, man. I got I, I, I got a hustle. Come on. But it's definitely an interesting concept, and I'm, of course, drinking definitely. Mm, yeah. Plays also, a big like role. how like I know we talked a little bit about like oh if you're at the Met Gala or if you're anywhere else, but like yeah. how like comfortable you feel with the people around you too like in the middle of a packed club versus Mm -hmm. like at a house party or something oh yeah or versus like a small friends only thing yep also very different vibes just because of like the comfort level you start at yeah and and it's so funny because like it's so interesting seeing different people's opinions and like in terms of celebrities because Mm -hmm. like so many people are obsessed with justin bieber and i feel like he's literally an average average joe schmo that's me with channing tatum that's another great one like you could find any of those kind of yeah freaking boys walking around (laughs) on the street channing tatum i guess is more man than justin bieber but (laughs) but then there are some oddballs that you can be attracted to and you're like i don't know why yeah, that's so true. It's like, why Why do I suddenly think that Steve Buscemi in a right light looks okay? No, you stop. There is this girl that I went to school with who said that he was like her number one celebrity crush of all time was Steve Buscemi. And I, we were, this was senior year of high school. I was like, you are 18. Like, <laughs> pick anyone else. And she was like, no, it's Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Which he's apparently a really awesome guy, and like I respect that. What would you like, be your weird celebrity crush? Oh gosh, I feel like Adam Driver is up there. There, mm-hmm. like the light hits him in a certain way, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, no, that's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, what about you, Nick? I really don't have one. I'll be honest with you, I can't think of any. Just like all the you hot ones. Can't think ones. of a celebrity. All the hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what do you want me to say? Like, you know, Steve That's Buscemi so hit a guy up. I, mean, um, I think mine would be, and which I think it's not that weird, but um, Cillian, uh, I don't know his last name. Murphy. From, yes. Is that his last name? Yes. Yeah. I think he is so hot, but I don't think like on an average day, I would think he's attractive. But, but in I, every single yeah. show or movie he's in, I'm like, man, that, that, <laughs> that guy is. For my husband, it's uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. So I don't watch and it. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who I think was oh, Ramona yeah. Flowers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, you know, it's that's. The, I think the problem is I don't watch enough TV or shows yeah. to be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that person. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? Right. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. That's mine. Really? She's yep. like. She's. I pretty. mean, she's. She's pretty. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um. This is about AI. I know I sometimes come on here and talk about AI, but we're gonna talk about it again. Uh, a newspaper chain that has um outlets throughout the country, including here in Ohio, has paused their experiments with AI. Um, they were using it to write high school sports dispatches um, about a, uh, a match up here north of Columbus. And the headline was, The Worthington Christian winning team mascot defeated the Westerville North losing team mascot 2-1. to one. <laughs> 
And all of their articles, I guess, were just like that. They got multiple reports from different outlets across the country saying their articles were repetitive <sighs> and just sounded like they were written by a computer that doesn't understand sports. Oh, no. Um, so they have paused all of their experiments. But they do maintain, they do say, um, we are stopping this. All of our criticisms against this were valid. But AI is going to be a part of the newsrooms in oh, the future. Oh, for sure. Um, and another article on CNN where this was posted said... Um, AI tools tend to make things up a lot, and analysts call it uh, the tendency to do that hallucinations or confabulations. Mm. Um, a lot of people on social media are calling mm. it a liar. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. But um, yeah, I do think it's kind of becoming this weird inevitability, but it's mm -hmm. all the kinks are definitely not worked out yet. Yeah, I think there's <laughs> got to be a, a way of... Uh, there's there's still got to be someone, a real person, that goes through and actually checks what AI wrote. Yeah, at least you need an editor yeah. or something. So that's interesting. But, oh, really? You need an editor? Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen an editor in a newsroom before just because it's like... Well, that was like a producer. The, well, <laughs> basically an editor. Me. Well, <laughs> well, I edit a lot of things. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like a copyright editor, meaning, in other words, it goes from a producer to a person whose job is just to sit there mm. and to go over it, doesn't actually write, doesn't actually do anything, but just checks copy. And, and the thing is this, it's one of those that with AI, you're never going to have the same kind of you're always going to go to the computerized version. You're not going to know the ins and outs. Sports can be very colloquial. There are terms that are used yeah. that are never used. Or yeah, if they are used, they have to be a specific case where they work or they don't. You know? Yeah, that is um, when I hear Matt Digby do sports or even in the mornings. Yeah. Um, our other morning producer, Alex, is really good with sports. Does oh, yeah. also announces sports for a living outside of this. Mm -hmm. Um he will sometimes write scripts that I will read and I'll be like, I don't know how somebody that doesn't know sports can read that. <laughs> okay, me. Because I, I every time I get stuck reading the sports stories, Nathan is so good at reading the sports stories and then I get stuck reading something well, at some point. Yeah, I know, he's so good at it. And I'm like, well, team, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> Nathan's exactly. really good at reading them and Alex is really good at writing them. And if, if he were the one saying it with like the right inflection, with because you're right, Nick, yeah. it's very colloquial and it's very like, there are a lot of like I don't want to say puns, but like plays on words, yeah. yep. and you have to be familiar with the rules for things to make sense. And mm -hmm. to me, it's all Greek. It yeah. just yeah. goes over exactly. Because oh, if I went the the player threw a uh, an our father, you'd be like, all right, that sounds good enough, and not know that it's you know I've what never a hail even mary heard is. Of that. A hail mary. Yeah. Oh. An Our Father? Yeah, see, if oh. I said he threw an Our Father, you wouldn't be like, oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd I see what like, you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Those are the kinds of things that are... The yeah. first time I heard the phrase triple-double, I thought it was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was a joke. Yeah. And so back <laughs> a to... back to burger? I know. Yeah. I was literally like... Back to AI. Um, <laughs> I do feel like it's, it is definitely going to be a, become a big part of writing in yeah. general. Um, and I mean, even us, like we avo we've avoided using it at this point here at our mm -hmm. station, but on occasion we'll use it to help us come up with like a poll question we do daily poll questions and mm -hmm. everything like that so um i think it'll be useful but we still but filter them out exactly we, like, ask we for still we still make it our we, own exactly yeah. just to help give ideas more than Which anything i appreciate the little human touch because ai i mean it's just like an algorithm based on inputs it's received from yeah. people like, which means it's not quite as personal but it yeah. is coming from like 
it, that it's trying collective to, knowledge. It's trying to yeah. imitate a person. Yeah. yeah, exactly. People are going to try to use it to like write books and stuff, and that's when it's going to yeah. get to be too much. As a producer, I I can't lie that I'm a little scared. I don't oh, for sure. Like I I see potential in it to be this useful tool, but I also worry that people are going to start using it to just put people like me out of work. I mean, honestly, say, well, they we could replace us eventually too, because you can put faces on. AI using certain Those AI programs scary. and the deep fakes. Yeah, Those are scary. so you can never replace they're coming me. for all of our jobs. Mm. You can no one can re- replace you, Nick. No, no one can ever replace me. You gotta we have try. 18. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. All right. Well, we are going to move on to our um, next uh, story, which is um, kind of tying into this. But we did use AR to help us with some of these ideas. Um, Our two daily poll questions this week were involving fall because football season is starting. It's It's Labor Day weekend. Yep. We're we're getting (laughs) ready. Football is kicking off. It's Labor Day weekend. So officially fall is going to kick off. The second I felt that cool breeze in the air, I was ready. Yes, but it's going to be hot this weekend. Busting out the scarves. We get one more hot weekend. Yeah. Well, maybe more. But um, so Told you they can't deal without me. So yeah. our poll questions this week. One was, what is the greatest candle scent of all time? And then the other one was, um, when is it okay to start decorating your home for fall? So let's start with, when is it okay to start decorating your home for fall? I think the fall equinox. I don't actually know when that is right now. but I think it's late head. September. But I feel like that's appropriate. Although, I, I don't know, maybe September 1st. Who knows? Here. Who cares? Who cares? Fall is a state of mind. Like, say, okay, okay I'll, I'll, while she's doing that, I'll, I'll throw it down here. It's like any time after Labor Day, there's no hard and fast rule when it comes to fall. Like, yeah, Saturday, I, I think any time between basically end of August, and really it's Labor Day, until like October, you could start to do fall. And I'd be like, yeah, that seems appropriate. You know, all Halloween is is basically fall plus, you know, scary stuff. Like yeah. throw a skeleton out and you're like, all right, did my job. I'm gone. It's spooky season. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm so, going to steal a Home so Depot I don't know if you heard me, skeleton. but the fall equinox is September 23rd. Yeah. So. so she was right. Yeah. Yeah. Usually that, because I know it's usually around my birthday. My birthday is September 20th. So that's mm-hmm. how I usually know it's like mm-hmm. But um, you know what? I just think to each their own. You know, yeah. if you want to decorate I'm your house now, it. It, it, we did have a few chilly days this week, so by all means, if you want to wait till after Labor Day, by all means. Some people hate summer. I, I honestly, yeah, <sighs> which is insane. That's I actually know. my best friend. She best hates season. the heat. She she loves fall, winter, spring, but she does not like summer. I'm like, you're insane. <laughs> Winter's the worst, actually. It's the absolute I have a winter birthday. Worst. It's the worst. <laughs> hate it. Um, but yeah, so I think, yeah, why not? Do what you want to do. Yeah, do what you want to do. I might honestly decorate this weekend. Hmm. Now, are you going Get full Wait, I don't go too crazy with my decorations. No, I'm, no. A very, I'm a minimalist. Now, so. I, I'll ask a question here because we're going to try to type these. Do you have like fall scented candles and spring scented candles? Or are you like yes, all yes. year? But I burn them year round. It doesn't so, matter. Okay, oh, okay, that's yeah, funny. Okay, that's so usually I do lavender spring and summer mm-hmm. and then once we get to fall i'll buy more of like the fall scented and then when we get to christmas i'll get a little bit more of like the christmasy candles um mm-hmm. but then i go right back to lavender as soon as once a over. year i make the trip down to the niederman family farms which is closer to where i grew up mm-hmm. like a little bit out of the way here okay. but um they do a three cent candle that when you burn through it like i think the first is like a, a pumpkin scent and then a gingerbread kind of scent and then a something else but it is I'm not I don't usually go in for like the really like heavy like cinnamony all yeah. spice kind of candles but it is the best candle scent. I buy it once a year and I burn it all year round and then 
Love. I buy another one the next year. That's smart. It's yeah. the best. And plus it's like kind of local. So Yeah, like I'm so cheap because I just get well, uh, cro- uh, get candles at like Kroger or Target if I'm there. I'll just be like, oh, that's a cute candle. I get a lot by. of candles as gifts. Yeah, I, I need to just start going to like White Barn. They just had apparently a big mm. sale. Mm-hmm. Or I'm I'm like starting to want to lean into more of like non-toxic candles and I don't even know where to start with that. So I don't know. But have you burned the woodwick <laughs> ones that they sound like? Yes, I love those. Love those. I also have a oil diffuser that I use a lot with mm-hmm. lavender essential oil. Love that. Mm-hmm. Works great. I have a candle. And I, but, a candle. You a, have like a tea Stereotypical candle. single man bachelor. I yes. have a candle. A candle. The rest of his house smells like socks. And, no. do- and dog. Dog. Mostly dog. Socks and dog. Thanks. I, I do have I have, I do have one glade really in my bedroom. <laughs> All right. We are going to wrap it up because we are coming up on time. But let's go through our love, hate, and final thoughts real fast. My love is that I'm going to Lake Erie this weekend. Ooh, the last hot weekend. Fine. I'm going up to the lake house. I'm with all my friends. I'm super excited. Uh, my hate of the week? I can't really think of one other than that. Yeah, it's been a pretty normal week, I feel oh, like. Oh, I'm going to say uh, I went and visited my husband out in Los Angeles, oh, yeah. and then I had to come back, and that you was hated the bummer. hated leaving him I hated again. leaving. Yeah. Yes. And but you'll see him again soon. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Nick? Um, I love my dog. I hate that she makes it smell like socks in my place. Yeah. That is all. Or wet dog. There you go. <laughs> Short, sweet, Fair enough. Point. My love is... Uh, ooh, I actually don't know what my love is this week. Um... Start with your hate. Worst to best. Oh, I love that we're going to get off a little early today, which is why we're on our podcast a little bit early today. (laughs) Because we're going into the holiday weekend. Uh, My hate is I have to drive to Cleveland Saturday in support of one of my husband's clients. She's doing a powerlifting competition. We're driving to Cleveland that morning and coming back that afternoon. So it's going to be a long day. Is that Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Yeah. I did I have a, to be bright back here bright and early uh, Monday morning. And I did a 24-hour turnaround to Chicago once Oof. where it was five hours there. We spent one night and came back early Awful. the next morning. Yeah. We're not even going to spend the night. No. Not fun. That sounds even worse. Yeah, actually. it's going to be I'm bad. So it's going to be bad. I'm going to sleep on the drive there and back. So if I don't see you Monday. This is my husband's fault. We're gone. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I call off sick. Well, I can't because Nathan's off. <laughs> Nathan's off. Nathan, He's taking the holiday. Why are you ruining this for her? <laughs> That's all right. All right, final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts are AI is scary. That's it. True that. Uh, remember what Labor Day is about. You know, we fought for our workers' rights and uh, Labor Day celebrating the fact that, you know, uh, we could take a day off from work. So everybody do your best and to I celebrate am. it. You mm. know? You're not, though. Yeah. <laughs> Alex and I will be uh, not, taking though. the one for the we'll team. we celebrating here with everyone who is watching. Hmm, there you oh, go. Rock beautiful. <laughs> uh, my final thought would be uh, AI is scary, bees are scary, and I hope everyone enjoys their long weekend if you have it. Take the long weekend, yeah. All right, and thank you for listening to Your Day Extra. This is, again, a Dayton 24-7 Now podcast. Make sure you like our Your Day social media accounts and subscribe to this podcast. Again, I'm Alex King. This is meteorologist Nick Ruziak, Natalie Cooper. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day.